I found I really love to encourage others to just take that next step. And what's a way we can get creative with this? Because there is no cookie cutter approach when it comes to changing your habits and living for prevention or just pivoting to a more natural way of living. And so it's, what's your main focus right now? Okay, let's start there. Mm -hmm. What do you want either your kids to start to adapt to? What would you like to start as a family? And how can we take that next step? Because for myself, I don't have a diagnosis. I don't have to change everything all at once. And so um, it's been a blessing to be able to grow together as a family and pivot and take baby step after step and grow in that way and have open communication about things that maybe we're not a huge fan of or that wasn't so great. And so let's try it a different way next time. Welcome to the I Am Healing Strong podcast. My name is Jib Mann and on the phone, I have a very important person. Her name is Allie Powell. On the phone, Jim, your voice is sounding so distinguished today. What did you do differently? I am, I made it through puberty, I guess. <laughs> you couldn't finish that sentence, could you? <laughs> yeah, finally my voice has gotten low, you know what I'm saying? It seems, it seems lower than normal though, Jim. It is, I, I guess it's allergies, which sometimes, I don't hardly ever have allergies, but I, I guess I have it here because it's spring is taking forever here in South Carolina. Spring has sprung. Yeah, and when I do that, my voice gets really low and usually even lower. So I think you're doing it on purpose. I think you're trying to get voiceover work. No, no, because then when it comes, I can't, I can't go this low. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you're saying you can't repeat it? Right. They'll say, "Oh, what's this squeaky voice? We want the low one." So, so yeah. <laughs> But anyway. That's okay. I'll do it for you, Jim. Thank you. <laughs> but hey, you are so busy. We can only get you on the phone. Normally, I either come over to your little studio or else we do it on the internet. But you're just too busy. Jim, let me just tell you, it is that time in the baseball season. And I know everybody's sick of hearing about baseball, but it literally is my life. Well, yeah, you know, when since your husband is the coach of the uh, national champions, I guess <laughs> I guess he can't just get the guys together and play catch to keep it going, right? Yeah, and he just prefers to uh, work harder and harder every year. So now it's even worse. So yeah, we we've awakened the beast. Well, no, but he loves it, so that's good. He does. He loves it. But once he's out there, man, we've lost him. So I'm in single parent mode for sure. Yeah, and your kids love sports, so that keeps you busy taking them back and yeah. forth. Plus your job. Plus your job. Yeah, I have a full-time job. Yep. And in reality, I just signed my kids up for sports so they stay out of trouble. Oh, exactly. But they tend to like it, so, you know. Yeah. And then you do this, of course, which takes up so much of your time. And then I hang out with you, Jim, which is my favorite part of my week, if I can get it worked in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're probably not busy at all. You're trying to avoid me. Uh, that's, yep. I've been making stuff up. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, today we are talking to Maya Metzel. Maya Metzel, like in pretzel, but it's Metzel. That's a good TV name, Maya Metzel. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. See? Or a radio name, Jim. It is. She should be in radio. Uh, she's in, lives in Utah. I guess they got radio up there. Gosh. <laughs> do you get out much? Not really. I, I can tell. Not like you do. But anyway, <laughs> she 
She is the one, um, she works uh, with uh, Healing Strong. She takes the podcast and uploads it after I'm finishing it. So she's got to put her own up there, which she doesn't really like. Because no one likes to hear themselves talking, right? Right. Never. I hate that. But anyway, she is, her story is she doesn't have cancer herself, which is a good thing. That's for you. That's for you. But her mom got cancer and uh, she passed away. But she was. Oh, that's fun. Her mom was ready. She was, well, I'm ready. I'm not going to go the way that I see my friends and uh, go. And so she was ready, you know, all of her kids are out of the house. You know, when you're young yeah. like you, you know, you still got your kids. You're not ready to go. You don't want to go. No. Okay. There's no. There's a little delay there. You're thinking about I, it. Right I now. was debating. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, it is a heaven, so. <laughs> Uh, Took me a minute. I mean, I yeah, I don't want to leave them, but man, I'm, I'm yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, Maya's got a great story, so uh, listen up. Finally, got to sit down with the amazing Maya Metzel. Oh my! <laughs> story. She calls me every week and bugs me, uh, but now I thought, hey, we're going to get her story because she's got a story to tell. And it's unique with her. So, Maya, thanks for sitting down with us. Of course. No, I'm excited about this. Thank you. We're standing up, whatever it is you're doing. I'm sitting. Okay. Sitting there in Utah, which has become one of, uh, I always say Colorado is my favorite state, but I did come through Utah and think, hey, this is just like Colorado. Yeah, it's not too shabby. No. And then (laughs) I've talked to a lot of people as I interview, and so many people live in Utah, and they live there on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we moved here about 11 years ago, so I wasn't born and raised here. I transplanted, if you will, with my family, um, was pregnant when we moved here, and then three weeks later, my daughter came. So I was really pregnant when we moved here. Wow. That's always fun. Moving is fun enough as it is. Oh, yeah. And then driving, I mean, from Southern California to Utah, 37 weeks pregnant. I felt empowered and confident, and so many people around me were so worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Southern California. Were you like in San Diego? or No. So uh, I grew up in the Inland Empire area, and I know you interviewed Pastor Diego. I actually was someone who lived in Rancho Cucamonga growing up. And then we moved out farther east. So I ended up out towards the Redlands Beaumont area. Okay. And then when I got married, we ended up in Orange County. So kind of all over. But we moved from Orange County up here. We were in Fullerton. Okay. San Diego is the only place I've been in Southern California anyway. And Well, uh, there's lots of places. California, it's kind of a big, (laughs) it's not like Rhode Island. It's kind of a big state, isn't it? Yeah, it's a pretty big one. It's ginormous. Yeah, and and you probably, if you lived in San Diego at the time I was there, I was only there for two days. I was driving someone's car for them from San Diego back to Central Florida. It's a little drive. Mm-hmm. And, and it rained the whole two days I was in San Diego, which mm. I understand that's very rare. Uh, at least that's what they told me. Yeah. So you brought it. <laughs> I brought it and they finally kicked me out. And then as I drove into the mountains to leave, there was a freak snowstorm. And so, oh. uh, yeah, it was a good time. 
So you're not allowed to go. Well, maybe if they need the rain. Yeah. It was a little car with no snow tires also. So, mm-hmm. so there. But after that, it was great. Well, that's good. Just no, that we enjoy it. Utah now. Because um, at first it was a it was a transition, but it's come to be home. I mean, we've been here 11 years now and don't see ourselves moving unless the Lord moves us. Yeah. And, and you homeschool, you have two children, two kids, right? Yes. Yep. An 11-year-old and a almost 7-year-old. And homeschooling wasn't in the plans either, but this is all part of the story, how the Lord just directs me and changes my heart on things. Okay. So you didn't so. plan on doing that. You planned on throwing them in school, huh? Yeah. Well, I went to school myself to be a, I'm a credentialed special ed teacher. Okay. So I was of the mindset, kids go to school. I didn't want to be mom and teacher for home and, you know, tried to tell the Lord my plans and that doesn't work. (laughs) So he's usually listening and proves me wrong that I don't know as well as he does. So we absolutely love it. Yes, yeah, my wife is also was a teacher. She was a music teacher, but uh, she ended up uh, homeschooling all four of our kids for most of their time. One of them mm-hmm. made it from first grade to 12th grade. She was our introvert, and that's, she enjoyed it. She loved that. But, uh, but yeah, she did all that. It's crazy. It's a lot of work. It's very enjoyable, though, because there's so many teachable moments that you can also incorporate the Lord into because that's something that's not, you're not able to freely do in the public school system. That's the greatest blessing. And what's your husband do? It's just a man question. (laughs) No, it's fine. He's the reason we moved here. So he works in corporate sponsorship. So he uh, got a job up here with um, a team working in the corporate sponsorship department and works with companies to uh, sponsor the team. And now the shoe's on the other foot. And so that's what moved us here. And now he's with one of the companies who does the sponsoring for various places. And now he works with his old job, just in a <laughs> shoes on the other foot, like I said. So yeah, it's, now, uh, it's a blessing of a job. You now work with Healing Strong, is, which is why you call me every week and bug me. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's very enjoyable. That's what I meant to say. But, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. something led you to uh, have your path cross with Healing Strong. Is that something that people just come along and say, hey, let me check out Healing Strong unless something happens in your life. So take us back to what uh, changed that direction in your life. So... I was the typical, like, go with the flow, standard American diet. I would maybe go in for a sports check or something because I grew up playing sports too. And um, given a little background to moving up to where this transition happened, and they'd always say, oh, you're fine, nothing's wrong. And so I just accepted how I was feeling is just me. Well, (laughs) and growing up in the church, non-denominational church, like loving the Lord, but not really knowing the things he's given us, right? To take better care of ourselves. The Lord had to use something that I have called my bittersweet blessing because it's not a, not a fun situation, but it's been such a blessing for me and my family because it was my mom who got diagnosed with stage three breast cancer mm. that the Lord used to 
what I call give me a divine idea. Cause when I was on the phone with her, we moved to Utah. They were still in Southern California. She'd let me know Maya it's breast cancer when she finally got the results because she did have several months of testing as well. And this is why I have a, a passion for being your own advocate and getting a first and a second and a third opinion if need be, because she wasn't getting answers right away. And she was calling the office to try and get answers, but yeah. they kept saying, well, we want to do another test. Now we want to do this test. And then finally it was a stage three diagnosis. So she let me know. And there was this moment of silence on our phone call that I had this piece and I didn't exactly know why. And because she said she didn't want to do anything. And then that moment of silence on the phone between her and I, that's when the Lord gave me the, well, what about natural stuff? That idea just popped into my head and I knew it wasn't from me because I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> and this was back in 2015. Okay. And so, I mean, stuff was around but I didn't know about it. I just knew about a multivitamin or a prenatal because I was pregnant. That was like the first time I had taken a supplement. I didn't grow up being invited into the kitchen and that's not saying, I mean, school was the priority. So homework was my priority. And so getting married, we were all about quick foods, convenient foods. And so I relayed that to my mom and she said, I don't know, maybe. And now this is also a unique aspect of my story is my mom had already settled within herself that she was ready for heaven. Wow. She knew where she was going. She didn't want to go through what she had friends going through and experiencing because she um, had friends who were currently going the conventional way mm -hmm. and didn't want that for herself. And every, any, every person who gets diagnosed has their right to decide what they want to do, what gives them peace and the path to take. So for her, she did not want to go down that route. She had friends who were sick, losing their hair, very weak. And she just didn't want that. She wanted to still be herself. She was ready. And my brother and I were out of the house. And so despite all that and me being pregnant at the time, I was pregnant. Hmm. I, I had peace. She had peace, but that idea stayed with me. And so I actually had my oldest in the time at the, in the car in the back seat. And we were talking while I drove home, we'd gotten off and I went to the internet because <laughs> that's what we do, right? <laughs> now we have the internet. We don't have to go to a library. I mean, in college, I have to go to the campus library and look up stuff. Yeah. Uh, and now we don't have to. And that's one of the beauties is we've got so much and now it can be overwhelming. However, this is where we really need to learn on lean on the peace of the Lord. So I just typed in natural therapies, I think for cancer and just kind of let things auto populate and man, the things that popped up, I immediately got convicted and just, and just cried in a sense, cried out to the Lord saying, I don't, I didn't know. I am so sorry. I didn't realize all of this stuff. I mean, the spices and the herbs and just the, the simple therapies, so many of them being free that we can just make simple swaps yeah. in our household products, in our foods. 
in the water and moving. And so I, I started making baby steps and that's been my motto ever since because it very easily can be overwhelming. And I did go through a roller coaster of emotions because it was, why don't we know this stuff? Yeah. But as you go through the process, you begin to understand as you draw closer to the Lord, because in this time as well, not only have I learned more about the natural health world, he's drawn me closer to him. And so now I can stand back and have the emotions taken out of it and recognize just the brokenness that we have in this world and the greed and the pride and understand that more than anything, these industries, these people, they just need our prayer and our planted seeds. We need to minister and be those willing vessels for the Lord to help others know that there's other ways, there are other options, and be able to see how the enemy really manipulates things, right? And some people don't recognize that they may be sending a message out there that isn't maybe the the best for everybody. But yeah, I it mean, is, it's been so cool. I totally get your your mom's perspective that she had because I wouldn't want that either. Uh, and that's usually what you see mm-hmm. um, is other people, and chemo is rough. Yeah. And uh, even when I was in there doing the immunotherapy, I thought, oh, my gosh, some of these people just look like they're not going to make it the next time. And some of them mm-hmm. probably didn't. But, you know, and they're but they're doing what they're told to do because that's what we've always done, which is, mm-hmm. you know, very human. You know, yeah. just keep doing it. It'll work eventually. And um, yeah. And then you turn to God like. Hey, maybe he's got the answer, even in practical ways. We always look for miracles from God when he's like, hey, you know, the miracle is the body I created that you're walking Mm -hmm. around in. There's a miracle because it heals itself. Like if we do a cut on our arm, you know, do a cut on our arm. But I mean, when you have a cut on our arm, (laughs) you know, it heals unless we, you know, just never wash it. But I mean, it just automatically heals. So why? You know, why wouldn't it do that on the inside if we give it the right stuff? Yeah. And that's the simple example of a connection I never made mentally. Scratches heal themselves. We see that the inflammation happens to help fight and then the scab and then that scab falls off and our skin is put together. I mean, I just cut my finger on a mandolin a couple months ago (laughs) and it has healed and it's just so amazing to see how God created our bodies to do that. But yet we kind of forget that this means it could also happen internally. So it's just, we don't get to see what goes on internally. We only feel the, the manifestation, if you will, of the outside symptoms. Yeah. Those mandolins are are dangerous too, by the way. I thought I'd throw that out there. You need to use the tools they give you to be safe. That's right. <laughs> I Man- did not. Mandolin gloves. Oh, yes. I, I actually have a mandolin Take sitting caution. in the next room. And, but I've never cut myself on it, so I feel very fortunate. Mm, that's good. However. <laughs> but to get to like how I came across Healing Strong is mm-hmm. I, be- I was on this journey and making my baby steps. I was pregnant with my second daughter at this time. And... Nine months after my mom's diagnosis, she passed away. And 
after that, I continued on, gave birth to my second and came across in all of the things I was finding, Chris Work. And I've heard um, of him. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people have within Healing Strong. Maybe some haven't yet. If you don't, if you haven't, he is a wonderful resource as well. But um, his cancer coaching program, I want to say it was the beginning of 2017, maybe. I remember um, nursing my youngest and listening to the videos, watching the videos, like in the middle of the night <laughs> while wow. she was. Uh, nursing and just soaking it in. And there have been moments where I thought maybe if I had found something like this sooner, my mom might've changed her mind, but I have to capture those thoughts even because I don't wish her back. Why would I? (laughs) She's in a much better place. Yes. I do have my moments where I get triggered, of course, and just the flood comes Um, but I was sharing things with her during those nine months and she was implementing some things. Now she wasn't addressing the core issue because she also was diabetic. And so her insulin, I like her blood sugar levels and stuff were improving a lot, but she was still ready. And so, um, she, we were all able to be there with her in hospice for the very last breath which is so priceless. Mm. Not everybody's got the opportunity to do that. And so there's so many things that this journey has taught me. And one of the things is with family who do live away, even if they're down the street, you have to count your time with them in visits because you don't know when that day will come. And so don't think you have years left. You have visits left. Yeah. So I feel very blessed to be able to have been there in the last moments. And I have to throw this out there too. She ended up passing away the day after my oldest daughter's birthday wow. because two weeks prior, she let me know in hospice, Maya, I do not want to die on Haley's birthday. Mm-hmm. And it was the 20th of February, my daughter, we celebrated her fourth birthday in hospice. And it was the next day later on that afternoon, my mom passed. And I just in that can see how amazing just the will is when you believe in something, when your mind is set to it, it impacts you. It really does show that she stayed until the day after so that we could celebrate my daughter and it wasn't a day of mourning for her. Yeah. Wow. Last gesture of love. That's beautiful. Yes. And going back to, you know, you don't know how many days you have with somebody, but even if it's long, I mean, it was cut short with your mom, but I mean, Mm -hmm. both of my parents were in their nineties when they passed away, but it still seems like, I mean, it's still not easy then. And it still mm-hmm. seems like just a vapor, which it is, like the Bible Biblical, says. Biblical, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's important to live in the moment, which it takes most of us a lifetime to realize, oh, I got to yeah. live in the moment. <laughs> How many moments did I miss living in the future or in the past? Yep. 
There's a lot of blessings that it, and that's why I call it a bittersweet blessing. Cause it hasn't just been, Oh, we need to change our nutrition and take baby steps towards reducing toxins and increasing nutrients. It's, it's been every aspect of my life. And so the Lord's even working with me more spiritually the last year and just desiring more of doctrine and removing the fluff, if you will, and focusing more on him. And I can see why for my own relationship with him, because there's a lot going on around us, right? There's a lot of distractions. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, and so I can just see how beautifully orchestrated everything is because he is in the details. He's in every single thing, every valley, every mountaintop. I'm homeschooling for a reason. Meetings don't happen for a reason. Connections happen for a reason. He is in it all. And I just have never had this reverence for him and his sovereignty before. So if it weren't for this situation with my mom and him using that to my benefit, which is Romans 8, 28, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have been on this path otherwise. I think I needed a wake-up call. And the fact that your mom had that mindset already that, hey, I know how this ends, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm ready for that, which I, I got to that point also when I thought I wasn't going to make it to the end of the year. I thought, well, I would like to see where my kids end up but at the same time. Like, yeah, I think it'd be kind of nice to step to the other side also. <laughs> yeah. You know I what? mean, it's a win-win, right? <laughs> yeah. And this life, when we become aware of our of the creation that we call our bodies and how God made us, mm -hmm. uh, walking miracles, it's practical to him. To us, it's just we don't understand it. So yeah. it, it is miracles. But it also translates into every part of our lives, like you were saying, uh, especially mm -hmm. the spiritual side. I mean, there's so much that we worry about or we look ahead or things that are out of our control. We realize, hey. God says in his word, things that we forget about because we're freaking out over things that don't really matter that we can't change. Only God can. So yeah. that whole journey helps us to settle down and trust God, which is really hard. And of course, we live in some times that are crazy. But I remember, you know, when I was a kid, people were saying, man, these times are crazy. Man, <laughs> if they could see now. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is we've got a book telling us we know and so to find peace in yeah. the change and knowing that he's in control and our job is to be steadfast and endure and plant those seeds yeah now i found out about healing strong and i'm super passionate about this stuff and so hearing about it in module one from chris's program i was like what and so i went to the website i was super excited and started sharing with every person I saw on my Facebook, because that was my main mode of social media at that time, anybody that posted, I private messaged. I never did it. I am, my personality is to try and get personal. So I always privately message and I would say, I, I saw this. How are you doing? Inquiring about how they're doing. I don't know which way you're going to go, but I do have some resources if you're open or if you're exploring things. And I don't know if you've heard about healing strong, but they're a support group and would just share. And this would be just, I mean, cause I had people on my friends list who I wasn't personal friends with, but just became connected to. 
online. And so it was just anybody. And I mean, 2017, I started sharing about healing strong and here I am today, a part of the team, (laughs) which I am absolutely humbled by. I mean, God is just so cool. He is so amazing (laughs) because (laughs) something I just was so passionate to promote, to give people sort of a, a lifeline of hope to have support. I was just hoping to, you know, plant that seed in that direction. And then one thing led to another. I found a group here that was in Salt Lake County, um, started attending. I don't have cancer, but I wanted to soak up all this information and wanted to be around people who wanted to as well. And Mm. so, I mean, this journey and pivot is what I call it for me, started with my mom's breast cancer diagnosis. So cancer is like at the root of my passion and my drive and my convictions. So I was just, I was a participant for a while and then um, was encouraged to start an online group. So that's what I do now. And then became a part of the team. Wow. (laughs) One thing led to another. Yeah, you'll be taking over soon. Oh, geez. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't want to make you freak out over that one. (laughs) No, the Lord, the Lord directs me. I, I have been learning to get out of the way and just prayerfully surrender. And that's when he uses you. Mm -hmm. Die to myself every day, sometimes every minute. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a muscle that you're always needing to strengthen. Yeah. And now he's using you to protect your own family. Because mm-hmm. yeah, obviously they'll grow up not thinking, well, you know, McDonald's, that's pretty good stuff. The fries are healthy. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm not knocking McDonald's. Well, kind of knocking most foods that uh, yeah. are just ready for us it, that are very fast and convenient because, yeah, well, we don't have to go into that. I think it's quite obvious these days. But your kids are going to grow up knowing that, hey, there's real food out there. That's where the Mm -hmm. nutrition is because God made it that way. He doesn't make food and then destroy all the nutrients in it for us. I'm very open with them. A kid appropriate, right? I'm not going to blast a bunch of (laughs) over their head info or language that isn't uh, kid friendly, but I am very open and honest with them. So even in the sports world, like we trade with snacks because some of the snacks are not fueling. And so we go to the store beforehand before the season starts and decide on what's okay as an alternative. And those are their options after games. And um, it plants seeds. I can't tell you how many times it started conversations with either coaches or parents, uh, even just within my own kids they'll tell me stories of at practice, so-and-so said this, and they asked why this, and then I was able to say this. And so they're being empowered to even have conversations. Yes. Like, why is why is our snack lima beans? <laughs> <laughs> which, which, by the way, is the only food I will not eat. I don't know what it is about lima beans, but I grew up, just can't stand it. And I know I could... Still? No. Yeah, I, I, I had to hang on to something because that's the only thing I don't like. So, you know, you got to have something you don't like, right? That's okay. another thing. Uh-oh. 
I've recognized is that we live in this society that's like, you've got to do all or nothing. Yes. So that's what that statement reminded me of is, and so I, I found, I really love to encourage others to just take that next step. And what's a way we can get creative with this? Cause there is no cookie cutter approach when it comes to changing your habits and living for prevention or just pivoting to a more natural way of living. And so it's, what's your main focus right now? Okay, let's start there. Mm-hmm. What do you want either your kids to start to adapt to? What would you like to start as a family? And how can we take that next step? Because for myself, I don't have a diagnosis. I don't have to change everything all at once. And so um, it's been a blessing to be able to grow together as a family and pivot and take baby step after step and grow in that way and have open communication about things that maybe we're not a huge fan of or that wasn't so great. And so let's try it a different way next time. (laughs) Yeah. And you're in the perfect position because like you said, you don't have the cancer diagnosis. And so you're able to spread it out over things because when you're healing from a diagnosis, I mean, sometimes you got to be heavy on the juice end of things, just to pump that nutrition in to blast Mm -hmm. yourself away. But you're able to build a really good foundation without feeling like, oh, I gotta, I gotta do this and that. You can spread it out perfectly, and, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah. Look at you, you grow up well, so fast, <laughs> so fast. This took me, oh man, it took a long time for me to be open, is what I say. It wasn't like because I thought about that too. Like I wish I would have known this sooner, but you know what? I mean, I wouldn't have been open to it sooner. Yeah. I was at a different place in my life. And so it, his his plan is perfect, came at the right time. And I just continue to grow, have grace, knowing we're not going to be perfect in any of this. But the the whole point is to continue to grow and progress and plant seeds and make sure that, you know, we're practicing the fruits of the spirit along the way. That's right. So, well, look yeah. at that. We're running out of time already. Goes by fast. But... uh how can people get a hold of you if they uh, have some questions or they want some advice or uh, just want to yeah, talk they... to Utah? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, well, we, you can find me on Instagram at baby steps underscore with Maya. And so my, I changed my name to baby steps with Maya because that is my motto. Mm-hmm. And so you'll see stuff on there um, focused around that. Um, some of the older stuff is more like anti-cancer focused stuff, but the Lord, and this is part of the growing, the Lord has me now more just with the focusing on the basics Mm. and um, getting back to that next step kind of process and beginning and encouraging those who want to do that. So baby steps with Maya on Instagram. And then because I do have a group as well, If you're interested in joining, we go over the curriculum. So Healing Strong offers a 12-lesson curriculum. We also have webinars and stuff. And so I'll be showing a thermography webinar, focused webinar coming up here soon. Uh, But we meet twice a month. And you can reach me there at healingstrong.maya at gmail.com for that. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Maya, for sitting down with us all the way up there in Utah part of God's country. <laughs> and uh, of course, I think he made the whole the whole globe. So yes, and beyond. So it's all God's country. Yes. 
it is beautiful here. And so it's a wonderful reminder of just how great he is too. just even seeing the physical creation, all these mountains and the snow, mm. hiking. Stop it. Stop it. It, it is beautiful. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll close with that there, Maya. Awesome. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I am I am so sorry that she had to lose her mother over it, but think about all the perspective that Maya gained. Yeah, she's uh she's she handled it great. They both handled it great. Her mom is very happy now, and Maya is you know, obviously, she still misses her, but I mean, it changed her life, and of course, it enabled her to meet me. Oh well, that's all that matters, right? Exactly, and um, and of course, now she's a big part of feeling strong, and she feels like she's in her zone and uh, getting things done. So yeah, it was, it was a good little story. I, I mean, what do we say? God uses all things for good, even the worst things. Isn't that, I mean, it's it's funny how often that comes back around. The things you think are going to be the worst things of your whole life, God can use them for good. Yeah, yeah that's my bumper sticker. No, it's not. I know. <laughs> I've seen your car. <laughs> yeah, it's on your Buick, though, the one with the blinker gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I love my Buick. Leave my Buick alone. Yes, ma'am. But hey, um, but hopefully, Houston. yeah, we're gonna meet Maya. Hopefully, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, coming up in September because it's the 10 year anniversary of Healing Strong. I know. Party time! We'll be celebrating, and uh, we'll try to get you there. If not, we'll just have you on the phone. And you can You're talk. gonna drug me and drag me. Yes, yes. September is kind of the off season, so maybe. Maybe, and it's only in Houston. <laughs> it's not far away from where you live. Are you gonna pay for my flight? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get you there somehow, that's for sure. And uh, it's on the 29th and 30th of September. And all the information is at healingstrong.org, as well as you know, the ability to become a member that uh, you can support Healing Strong financially. Everything is free as far as becoming a part of the group and going to the website. I was about to say, you can be a member and go to a group. Yes, yes. Like Jim. Exactly. But I mean, and it also, but it also takes, it is a uh, nonprofit organization and it takes some funds to get going. You know how that is? Yeah. You know how okay. I support you all the time. I'm always sending checks to your family. You're always giving me gas money. Yeah, it's so sad. But yeah, there's two different um, groups, uh, programs it can be, or I should say two parts of the program, membership program, where you can be 25 a month or 75 a month. It helps, right? It helps us to get Every the word Every little out. bit helps. Yeah, it helps give uh, Al, Allie some gas money so she can get to work. Yeah. <laughs> okay, nothing goes out. Whatever. <laughs> Why do you think I'm working so I have gas money? Okay, well, that's good. Are you making enough for that? I don't know. It's debatable. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we'll see you all there coming up in September. And if you're not in a group or you want to be a part of a group, Go to HealingStrong.org and find out the information and just come to mine in Greenville. Jim will be wearing a tux. Every every month, I'm wearing a tux. No, in Houston, silly. Oh, and I always wear a tux when I'm in Houston. <laughs> just thing to do. And cowboy boots. <laughs> in uh, your hat. Yeah, well, yeah. I have to get an extra big hat because it's my, in my head. 
<laughs> yeah, we all know about your head. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you there. All right. I'll see you there. You've been listening to the I Am Healing Strong podcast. Every week we bring you stories of hope from people who are facing life-altering challenges and finding out that God has a plan for your life no matter what you're facing. It's all a part of the Healing Strong organization. To find out more about Healing Strong, go to their website at healingstrong.org.